We're in the middle of the book of Ayikra. Our, our sages call this book, the third book of the Torah, Torah's Kahanim. And that is translated into Latin Leviticus, which means the laws of the priests or the laws of the Levites. And certainly the theme of Vayikra is the actions, the rituals, and the laws that pertain to the Kohanim and the Levium, the priests, in their official capacity as holy and spiritual leaders of the Jewish people. And therefore, as every book has a theme, and all of the content of a book has to arrange itself around that theme, we certainly need to understand those parts of the book of Ayikra that don't on the surface appear to be parts of uh, the laws of the Kohanim. So last Shabbos yesterday, we had a double Parsha, which really exemplifies that very well. And I want to use that to understand something in this week's Parsha, which is the Parsha of Emor. So last week we had the Parsha, last Shabbos yesterday, we had the double Parsha, Achrei Mos Kedosh. So Achrei Mos starts with the section of the laws of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, on Yom Kippur, how he should officiate on Yom Kippur. And that certainly is a, uh, the prototype of the holiest day, the holiest moment, the holiest person, the Kohen Gadol, what he does in this moment of intimacy, of privacy within the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that certainly fits within the theme of the Book of Ayikra. And the ceremonies that he is performing include uh, uh, ceremonies with incense, which is certainly a spiritual endeavor, uh, sprinkling drops of dam of blood from the karbanos, which relates to the sacrifices. So that part fits in with what I would say is our preconceived notion of what is holiness and what is sanctity and what belongs in the book of Ayikra. Just to skip for a moment, if we look at this week's parsha, this coming week's parsha, which is the parsha of Emor, so here we have a section of laws for the Kohen that are practical behavioral laws. And by the way, these laws in Parsha's Emor are largely applicable to us today. So for example, uh, that a Kohen is not supposed to come into contact with the dead body, which means not to attend a funeral, uh, except if it's, God forbid, an immediate family relative, family member, the limitations on who a Kohen can marry. That, is, that also is uh, practically applicable even uh, today. And so, again, that certainly fits in well with the uh, theme of the book of Ayikra. It's the laws of the Kahana. What seems at first glance to, st to step out, to stand out, is the second half of yesterday's Parsha Kadoshim. Because while the Torah does begin the words with Kadoshim Tiyu be holy, which sounds like it is continuing the theme of the holiness of the Kohen and the Levi and the Beis Amigdash and the sacrifices, yet the content of the Parsha is this potpourri of many, many mitzvos, much of which are from person to person, not limited to the Kohen. Uh, for example, the ones that we talked about last week, not to take revenge, to honor parents, uh, to observe the Sabbath. Uh, love your fellow as yourself. 
all of these are, number one, uh, not intuitively part of what is considered holiness, and number two, not limited to a Kohen. They apply to everyone. And I think I suggested this earlier, and I think Rabbi Alex also suggested it during the week last week, and I think the message is it's not out of place. It's not out of place. The sanctity and holiness of the Kohen and the Levi, number one, is not limited to ritual acts between man and God. They also include uh, 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 acts of moral acts or acts of uh, kindness between one person and another. That's number one. And number two, uh, acts of uh, sanctity and holiness are not limited to Kahanan. They apply to everyone. A Kohen and a Levi will have certain special mitzvahs to relate to it. But the overall goal will apply to every single human being and commanded to every single Jewish person. And I think that's the message that you see from the Parsha of Kedoshim. That is, and continuing in what does it mean to be holy? It means to be holy not only while you are serving in the base of Megdash, but even when you go home, and even on Shabbos, and even when you talk to your parents, and even when you are uh, having an argument with someone, and the way that you greet someone, and the way that you judge someone, and not only limited to you, the Kohen, but to anybody, to everybody. I think you see this most precisely in a mitzvah that was in an earlier parsha, but is crucial to understanding the role of the Kohen and the way in which it fits into the larger Jewish society, and that is the practice of birchas kohenim, the priestly blessing. So we learned earlier that an essential part of the Kohen's job, along with offering sacrifices during the time of the Beit HaMikdash, is a mitzvah to bless the entire Jewish people. And that gets translated in our day for the mitzvah of the mitzvah for a Kohen during the services to bless the entire congregation. And that exists today as an important obligation. But that is important because it teaches us that that part of a Kohen's role is as important and is as essential to being a Kohen and as essential to being holy as the parts relating to sacrifices and incense, incense and the Kodesh HaKadoshim as follows. So I think what the book of Ayikra is trying to teach us is these two lessons. You want to know what holiness is? Number one, holiness is sacrifices. It's based on Migdash. It is the Kohen. And it is also everyday activity. And it is also every single person. I heard a story. I wish I had thought of this before I heard the story, but I'm confessing that I heard the story first. So I heard this story about a couple who lives in Lakewood, in, in Teaneck, I'm sorry. And it's an older couple, and they're, both of them are not well. And of course, they were alone on Pesach. And the day after Yom Tov, the first day of Chol HaMoed, uh, someone came to their door and knocked on the door and then stood back a safe distance. And they opened the door. They recognized uh, this young person. And this person said to him, this person said to this couple, I'm a Kohen. 
And of course, there was no shul. So Birchas Kohanim, the priestly blessing, can only be said within a minion. So he said, I'm a Kohen. I did not have the opportunity to give the priestly blessing, the Birchas Kohanim, to anybody. And of course, you, like everybody else, did not have the opportunity to hear it. There's no way to actually make that up completely, but, but plan B, the second best, I would like to offer you now my own personal Birchas Kohanim. And so the two of them stood in their doorway and this Kohen stood on the sidewalk and he lifted his hands and he gave them the bracha, Yivarechecha Hashem Yishmarecha, Yoer Hashem Panavelecha V'yichunecha, Yisa Hashem Panavelecha V'yasein Mucha Shalom. And it was an extremely moving moment. Of course, it doesn't com- fulfill the, the, the spit letter of the law of Birchas Kodim on Yom Tov, but it certainly gives a lift to people and to be able to receive a bracha from a Kohen at any time, it's got to mean something important. So I wish I had this idea before I heard the story, but spurred by that story, um, I want to suggest the following, and I'll use you as a uh, soundboard. So um, I don't know if we will uh, be back in shul for Shavuos. Uh, we're now at the midpoint of the Omer. Uh, so we have half the Omer left uh, until Shavuos. Um, I, I can't say that I am optimistic that we'll be back in shul that quickly. Uh, at the same time, uh, if there would be some safe way that experts tell us it's possible, it would be an amazing thing. But if we're not, if we're not, I'm thinking about the idea of having a Birchas Kohanim event on the day before Shavuos. So the idea would be, and you'll give me your feedback, the idea would be, we'll contact as many Kohanim as we can and get them to agree. And once we have a committee of Kohanim that that will agree, let's say we have four or five or six, then we'll announce to people, would you like a Kohen to come by on the afternoon before Shavuos and you'll stand in your doorway and the Kohen will stand at the street and the Kohen will give you a bracha. And if you want, sign up and... I don't know how many people we'll be able to reach. First come, first serve. Might have a problem with people in apartment buildings. I'll have to work that out. Maybe they can stand at their window. If it's not too high, uh, we'll work out the details. But this way, at least we would give people the feeling that a Kohen was coming to visit and giving them the bracha. Not exactly the right time, not exactly the traditional way, but it might be something that provides blessings to uh, at least part of the Jewish people. Uh, Certainly as important as bringing uh, groceries and other acts of kindness that we're trying. So maybe that's an idea that we'll try. And again, it helps us to envision the role of the Kohen and the concept of holiness and sanctity as one that connects us both to God and to each other. I want to wish you all a very happy day.